Welcome, dear friends, to Kardec Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with one more Immortal Messages. Immortal Messages, as you know, is a program based on the book Psychophonic Instructions. This book that is a compilation of messages that Chico Xavier received while he was a speaking medium. After the rescue work, the disobsession at the very end, illuminated minds of the beyond come to share new instructions, to reinforce new attitude to renew our lives. This book came to life 60 years ago, yes, and it comes to you and me today at a perfect timing, at a time in which our society is being renewed in so many ways, at a time in which protests are happening, human rights are needed at another level, we need to review education, we need to review our social standards, we need to review our prejudices. We have been asked to pray, but beyond prayer, Andrea Lewis comes tonight to teach us about mental concentration. Many people tell, oh, I have ADHD. That's the new fashion, right? No longer children are ADHDs. Now adults claim to be ADHD. Oh, I'm so hyperactive. I can't focus. People tell me my mind is elsewhere. Yeah, this is a sign that we need discipline. We need mental concentration. It's not only for mediumship meetings, but it's also for mediumship meetings, but not only. It's about being mindful. It's about being focused. It's, it's something that doesn't happen just like that. Andrew Lewis is going to explain to us that mental, mental concentration comes as a byproduct of a series of decisions that we make during our day-to-day -day life. Can you believe it? Mm -hmm. Who remembers Andrea Lewis? Andrea Lewis is the spirit doctor who discarnated in Rio de Janeiro and woke up in the afterlife completely lost. And then he discovered the afterlife. He became enchanted and then came to tell us the stories in the book, No Solar, The Messengers, Missionaries of the Light, Between Heaven and Earth, Workers of the Life Eternal, and so many others, Liberation, and life goes on, evolution into worlds, mechanisms of mediumship, in the realms of mediumship, so many others. We have come to know that Andrea Lewis learned so many lessons, but he never kept it kept to himself. He volunteered to share it with us, and tonight he's sharing it once again. He comes out of mercy to illuminate our minds 
in so many ways. Our minds will be brighter tonight because what he's going to share is fantastic. If you want to read this article, we have published it in this issue of the Spiritist magazine. Yes, in this very issue here that you can see, it's issue 38. If you go to our app, go to our, go here, go to our app. There you go. Look, our app. It's coming. And you click issue 38, which has this cover, this cover right here, as you can see. There you go. And it opens right there for us. And issue 38 is right here, right here. And you click and you download and it opens and you flip the pages. You can open it in your, see how beautiful it is. Oh my gosh. And Freya, look, and there, page 26. When you flip the page and you can say, oh, Vanessa, I won't be able to read it, it's too small. Well, you can zoom it. Here, mental concentration. Ooh, look at that. Mental concentration. And you can read in your tablet, you can read in your computer, you can download the PDF, and you can order your issue. Just go to spiritismagazine.org. This article is phenomenal. It's to be read and studied, but it's mostly about improving our lives. Are you ready? Yes, if you're ready, I'm ready too. And we're going to read because he, very pragmatically, he talks about mental concentration in 10 bullet points. Yes, very practical. He begins saying on the night of March 24th, 1955, Andre Lewis speaks about mental concentration in this way. Let us welcome Andre Lewis. Friends, he calls us friends. Much is said about mental concentration. Circles of faith focus on untimely appeals to the Christ. Colleagues of ideal are concentrated with impeccable external silence, sustaining inadequate internal noise. However, we must ask ourselves what resources we have been gathering. Simple words, simply words or simply supplications? We know that the fair requirement must be based on fair justice. With our head in our hands, it is essential not to forget that it is up to us to focus in such an attitude the results of our daily lives. The little rewards we have gained in the regeneration of ourselves and the vibrations we are spreading along our path. This is why we unpretentiously offer our friends some reminders that we consider of importance in ensuring our spiritual concentration. Number one. Okay, 
pen and paper. I love pen and paper. What can we do without holding a pen or a pencil and a paper? No matter how many computers we have, no matter how many phones, tablets, ah, piece of paper and pen to write down, right? It's like we are laboring. Number one, do not forget, he says, outside the sanctuary of faith, do not forget the respectable, respectable collaboration that is up to you in it. So he's saying, beyond the spirit center, beyond the church, beyond the temple, don't forget. Your collaboration in what you're expected to do. And you may be asking, but what does it have to do with mental concentration? Mental concentration is about mindfulness. Back then, in 1955, we didn't have this expression, mindfulness. It's something quite new of the modern times, expressing in this way, saying to be present. And it begins by collaborating in our day-to-day -day life in the things we're supposed to do. Wow. Two, preserve your ears against the rabble of slander or gossip, knowing that you must listen to the construction of the good. That you must listen to the construction of the good. Okay, so number one, let me go back just one thing to talk about something that is important. Usually, we're not mindful because the present is not pleasant. It's true. It's a rule. We're not mindful when the present is not present. So we need to make this present more pleasant by fulfilling our duties. Or we're gonna be willing to escape. And that's when people say, I'm hyperactive because the present is not pleasant. Okay. Two, he's saying to conquer this step into mental concentration during the day, we need to avoid engaging in destructive conversations, gossiping, slander, to allow our ears to open for the good. Three, do not use your mouth in unworthy, for unworthy words so that the suggestions of the higher sphere will find your mouth clean. Is it clean? It's not about the teeth, huh? Mm -mm -mm. It's not about that. It's about the vibratory. How many, how many reincarnations we have been using our mouth? Many. This one, we need to make an effort and avoid it. Mm -hmm. thinking that the good spirits need to find in ourselves
clean vessel to pour the good through us. Hmm? Four, do not allow your eyes to focus on the faults of others, understanding that you have been called to see in order to assist. So interesting, huh? Do you observe what he's doing? He's talking about mental concentration as a byproduct of our sensorial input and output. What do you mean, Vanessa? We're talking about the senses. Speaking, like the mouth, touch, touch, taste, listening, seeing, right? Smell. He's talking about our sensorial experience. What we're doing with it will affect our mental concentration. So to be more mindful, we need to cleanse our sensorial input and output. How we perceive and how we bring it out. He's saying, for example, I'll give an example, one more. He's saying here, you have been called to see in order to assist. So if I go to a business meeting and I only focus on people's shortcomings, what's going to happen? I won't be able to help because the good spirits are there looking forward to having somebody who forgets all evil and focuses on the good. So he's saying, who here is ready to help us? And we're like, oh, but look at that person. Look at that. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then we can help. Yeah, we're able to see like a doctor, right? You check and then you go and assist. But you don't focus on diseases. You focus on health. Number five. Fulfill your duty every day, however unpleasant or embarrassing it may seem to you. Recognizing that education does not come without discipline. Fulfill your duty every day no matter what. And why does he tie that into education? Because whatever we need to do, it's a new habit that is refining us. And that's where discipline comes in, creating new habits, humility, diligence, devotion, persistence, endurance, resilience. How many people, they are at the end of their lives. They've lived a long life. And they're like maybe a month away from this carnation. And they quit life. We need to stay put. Okay. 
to educate ourselves, to create new habits. So here is a tip for us that will serve. You can choose any of these points. I haven't finished. You can choose any of these points for your exercise in the next 24 hours, but the experimenters are saying, if you want to focus on one, here's one that may serve to all. Whatever your circumstance you are living the next 24 hours, ask your question, this question. What does God want me to learn with this? Because the moment we open up to learn, life is going to be easier. We're going to resist less the invitations of life. And we're going to power struggle less with our own selves because we want to do something. For example, parents, I want to rest, but you can't. In this, in this phase of life, in this very time that we're living, pandemic, lockdown, whatever, phase one, phase two, easing up or not, you can't rest now. But what does God want me to do now? God, what do you want me to do? And then, what do you want me to learn? And then by asking that, I relax. And I go with the flow. And I say, well, God is teaching me. And I'm going to learn. Instead of like, ah, resisting, resisting, resisting. So question that we can ask as an exercise in the next 24 hours. What am I to learn with this condition, with this scenario, with this circumstance and by embracing it i'm going to move forward six learn to find time to live with the good books improving your own knowledge these are the very words he used he thinks we should live with good books i'm gonna pick up a good book here huh? good book Paul and Stephen, I'm going to live with this book. What is to live with this book? Hmm? Open, read, and spend the day thinking about it. And then read somewhat and spending the day thinking about it. Living with the book to improve our knowledge, to be guided to know the North, to learn new attitude in life, right? Wow. And that's going to improve our mental concentration because then we will more quickly be trained in our mind to get in and out of the state of mind that we need. Seven, do not give in to wrath, anger, super anger, or discouragement. Fickleness or lamentable desires. So that your soul does not become a note out of tune in the harmonious set of prayer. Now he's talking about what we cultivate during the day. Because if during the day we're there, discouraged, angry, and then... Um, 
wishing things that are not supposed to be wished, lamentable desires, right? Unsettledness. When we sit, it's going to be hard to focus, to concentrate in a circle of prayer, in a mediumistic meeting, at work, even at dinner table. You know that it's important to eat with ease. Not watching TV. Yeah, you may have an exception, like we do at home. Family night, that one night, we do a different meal and we sit and watch something together and eat together, watching. But that's one particular night and we take it very easy on what we are watching, but not every day, playing the TV and then eating. No, 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 no. We eat focused on eating. We pray, we thank God. Why? Physically, the physical body needs to be relaxed in order to eat and stay healthy. Because when we are in the stress mode, what happens? Our digestive system is shut down. We're going to have digestive disorders. We're not going to process it well. So we need to eat at ease, with ease, relaxed, breathing, turn off everything. Oh, yes, I have 10,000 kids. I understand. So we'll find a way together. Yes, we need to educate our children to do the same. Right? Sometimes they're going to say, I want to watch that cartoon while I eat. You can't. It's not good for your body. You need to pay attention. You need. Okay? So, number eight. Walk with the feeling of optimism and goodwill towards all. The same walk, meaning live your life, actually, right? Live with that feeling of optimism and goodwill. So mark it down. Oh, everything is going to get better. Yes, yes. Yes, everything is going to be all right. Yes. And... Can we help one another? Yes. And we shall. Nine, do not keep your imagination on darkness, on the darkness of complaint. Do not visualize harm to anyone. <laughs> and, and we think, of course, not Andrea Lewis, I'm not going to visualize anything harmful to others, but we do. Because we are still very instinctive. Yes, when somebody is bothering us, we're already like, ah, I wish I could just make that person disappear, people say. I wish, I wish. But Vanessa, how do I manage it? Breathing. First and foremost, breathing and repeating. We are children of God. When that feeling comes, like, uh, you breathe and repeat. 
We are children of God. We are children of God. That person doesn't know what they are doing. We are children of God. I forgive and I forget. This shall pass. God is helping us, protecting us. Okay? But no complaint. But you don't know what I go through in my daily life. Yes, I agree. I don't know. But Andrea Luiz is saying, do not stay there. Do not use your brain, your capacity to create thoughts and feelings to feed the meal of complaint. Remember when we began this pandemic, we were all like, oh my gosh, we're not going to make it. Oh, it's so difficult. Oh, we're... Now if you ask us, we're going to go back. We're like, I don't know how to go back. Really? What is it? Now, many of us, I'm not going to say everybody, but many of us are like, oh, wow. Back. Isn't this the normal now? <laughs> you see how adaptable we are? It's fascinating, right? It's fascinating. We're adaptable. God is wonderful. It's a lesson we can never forget. Never. I'm not going to say that it's like that for everyone because I know some people may be having the toughest time. But I would say because we let God. Because when we have God, it's easier. Not because we're more privileged, but because we chose to embrace the reality of life. We're not on the denial. 10. Cultivate constant and selfless help to others. Since in forgetting your own self, you may concentrate your mental energies on prayer so that your thinking will rise victoriously to serve in the name of God. You know, we would say these 10 points, which you can find in issue 38, 38 of the Spiritist magazine. You can find the bullet points for a better mindful life, including a better attitude, vibratory attitude during mediumistic meetings. So this is a checklist. I would say, if you want, get the 10 points and check what you need to focus upon. If you want a single exercise in the next 24 hours that may be beneficial to gravitate towards better mindful living and better concentration when you are in a meeting, in a circle of prayer, etc., even eating, even sleeping, ask God during the day what God wants you to learn in that scenario that you're living, especially the scenarios in which you are being invited to learn something new. 
Okay? I know you may have questions and comments and I will be replying to you in a minute. Right? I will type it in the answers. Okay, friends? For now, I'm going to invite you to a prayer. It's an exercise too, right? An exercise in service because you saw the very last, the very last sentence, cultivate constant and selfless help to others because by forgetting about ourselves, we will naturally rise victorious and serve in the name of God. Okay? Shall we? Join me, please. Join us. Dear God, we are so grateful for this message by Andrea Lewis, for the beauty of his embrace, educationally guiding us towards a better life. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the teachings and for allowing us to be here tonight. We thank you and we want to kindly ask you that you multiply our own giving of vitality to be spread out to all the ones who are in need of help. We pray that those who are in hospitals, prisons, in the, in the protests, and especially the discarnates who are rebelling, claiming for justice, we pray for their pacification. We need peace, we need justice, but above all, we need love. We breathe in the scent of love that comes from you and visualize our homes being enveloped by it. Fields of lavender radiating its calm, serene light and the perfume of lavender throughout our cities the whole United States of America, the whole world. We feel the symphony of joy spreading itself out and we rejoice. Glory to you, God. Peace on earth and goodwill amongst humankind. And so be it. What a joy to be here with you, studying one more chapter of this book of Immortal Messages, Psychophonic Instructions, and the delight of having Andrea Lewis here with us. 
If you're so good, we won't, don't want to go away. But we'll be here tomorrow, God willing, in one more immortal messages with you here at Cardiac Radio. We're, we are always nourishing our souls. Thank you, friends. Until tomorrow, God willing. <laughs>